The one thing I love so much about barefoot running is there's no need for me to put on running shoes. That simple action of putting on running shoes used to be a barrier for me. It would cause some sort of resistance in my mind and make it that much harder to step out my front door and to go for a run. Now I have to worry about other things I didn't have to worry about before, like the temperature of the pavement, or if there's a clear path for me to run. And last week, I dealt with those two issues to a much higher degree than I've ever dealt with before. I stepped out my front door last week with the intentions of running a 10 mile run. This will come with some clear struggles as the farthest I've ever ran barefoot is eight miles. But I had to get these miles in as I hadn't ran that much in the past five days because of severe weather. I still haven't ran barefoot while it's raining. I know for certain running when it's cold and the ground is icy is a no-go. So I get down my apartment stairs and I start walking to this lake by my house. I had put it in my head that I was just going to run around the lake 10 times because each loop is a mile. It's very simple, right? And as I'm walking there, I pass through this neighborhood that's getting their lawns cut. And not just one house is getting their lawns cut, guys. It's every single house that's getting their lawn cut. And as I'm walking, I notice that the streets and sidewalks are just covered in debris from the lawnmowers. And each step I take feels like I'm walking on rocks. And all I could think was, I hope they're not cutting the grass by the lake. And as I turn the corner and start walking towards the lake, it's this long pathway to get to the trail. And I, sc I, I, I scan... I scan the entire pathway and don't see anything. You know, I'm, I'm thrilled, right? Fantastic, I think to myself. It's nice and cloudy. I got a trail all to myself. I'm going to crush this run. And as I turn onto the trail, I notice it's covered in that debris from earlier. They've already cut the grass. And it's very apparent I won't be able to run this trail. I say fuck it anyways and begin to run. What I notice is that some of the path isn't too bad, but it's still too much to continue for 10 miles. And I tell myself, you know, let's just see how we're doing after one mile and go from there. And as I get on this long stretch that has the entire lake to my left, you can, you literally can see the entire lake, the entire pathway. Absolutely beautiful. And as I'm scanning the lake, I see two lawnmowers come racing down the lake. Not literally, but it, it feels like that. <laughs> and as I made my way down the path, they stopped what they were doing. And I felt like I was invading on their turf. Like they, it was a standoff. So I kept down that trail and I went off course. Slowly looking over my shoulder every now and again to make sure the gang of lawnmowers weren't following me. Because at this point, it feels like it's a little coincidental that they're everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. And I ended up actually running into some more <laughs> as I went down this this off-course trail. They, I swear to God, they, these lawnmowers, did they hire just a fleet of lawnmowers for one day out of the week to cut all the grass? Because that's what it felt like. I ran into lawnmowers every single place I went. But as I get further down the path, you know, I pass a couple more lawnmowers, I have to make a decision. Do I wait for a light to turn red and cross the street or head left 
and merge back onto the lake trail, hoping I don't run into the lawnmowers again. It wasn't an easy decision, trust me, like, very difficult decision. But I saw my pace and I knew I didn't want to slow down and wait for the light, so I made a hard left and made my way back to the trail. As I run down the busy street with cars flying by me, this brings a new level of motivation for me to keep pushing my pace. I gotta make sure my running form is flawless. I felt like I was performing for a bunch of spectators and my feet, and my feet are the stars of the show. I get a bit further down and I can't believe what is in front of me. Like, is, it, is this a mirage? Am I, am I really seeing this? It's a puddle. It's a puddle of water on the ground. And as I see it, my feet are literally pulling me towards it, trying to get some sort of break from the constant pounding I'm putting them through. And let me tell you, puddles have never felt so good. My feet screamed relief as I ran through them. Unknowingly, it was just a breather for the main show because after that, I hopped back onto the lake trail and the freshly cut grass showed its imperfections and tore the bottom of my feet up. I couldn't even make it around the lake because my buddies from earlier were on the other side of the lake this time, acting as a clear obstacle on my journey today. So I merged off the trail yet again in hopes of some more puddles. Of course, I couldn't find a single fucking puddle. So I decided to make another loop where my good old puddle was, my good old friend was, and I swear I felt like a kid again, riding my bike through puddles to get a huge rush of dopamine. I made the second loop, and this time, the wind has picked up a bit. So I'm thinking, okay, now I'll be able to run around the lake. I merged onto it, I got a bit into the trail, and it's still covered in debris. So I merged right off of it. Luckily, the lake is in the middle of a neighborhood with exit paths like every 100 feet or so. It's very convenient. And now I'm off my plan. I'm just like, screw this. I'm dumb trying to run this trail. Now I start running very far away from the lake. Me and the lake are no longer buddies. It's caused me too much pain to continue. And as I'm thinking about that lake, I pass another one, but it's it's not the same. So I, I, I wave to it, I say goodbye, and I keep going. I do a turn here and there, and then I decide to make my way back to the lake. I'm pretty bad about this sort of thing. Toxicity can draw me in, and I clearly haven't learned my lesson, but I'm gonna give the lake one more chance, right? Maybe, just maybe, maybe it's clear. And I've been running for eight miles at this point. Like, where, where'd the time go, right? And I decide in that moment, I'm just going to run a half marathon, which is 13.1 miles, because despite all the pain my feet have endured, the rest of my body feels really good. And right when I say that to myself, I turn onto the street with a fucking hill. With a hill. I don't know if you guys know this, but Texas, very flat. And there's maybe... A handful of hills in like a 20 mile radius of my house. The odds of me running into one of those hills is very small. And each step I take to get up the hill, my quads decide to wake up. And, and, and they decide to start talking to me like, yo bro, what's going on? Maybe you should slow down a little bit. That, you know, I should, I should stop. It's okay if you stop, no big deal. But my quads, they have no idea 
who they're talking to. My feet are always telling me to slow down. My quads are about to get rude awakening when they find out we still got five miles left. And as I keep pushing, I make it up the hill, trying to hold in my excitement. I'm not dead at this point, but as I continue down the road to the lake, my feet begin to hurt, like really hurt. Not just my feet, but also my toes, like the tendons in my toes. If any of you have ever been rock climbing, you get this soreness in your fingers where you really can't keep going because the tendons are just fried. It's hard to even bend your fingers. Luckily, with running, it's a bit different because I'm not using my toes to pull my body up a wall. It's more from just constant pounding on the pavement that's causing me to be sore, causing them to be sore. So I hit the 10 mile mark and I make my way up to the lake trail, hoping Fingers crossed, toes crossed, arms crossed, legs crossed, hoping it welcomes me in with open arms. And to my surprise, there's no one in sight. I have the lake all to myself, and the wind has caused the sidewalks to clear up. No more running on debris or, or rocks or sticks, just good old concrete. My favorite. All I need to do is run three laps, and I'll be done with my half marathon. The 10 miles I have ran up to this point weren't that hard. Truthfully, it wasn't. But once I hit that 10 mile mark, that's where the suck started. That's where the real work began. And at that point, I broke it down to one mile at a time. It's just a 5K, Richard. I kept telling myself that, you know? It, it, that's all I need to do. And the empty trail with the overcast sky helped my mind navigate my thoughts more effectively. There's no more obstacles in my way, and the path is clear. Giving my mind the break it so desperately needs. There's no thinking about where I'm going to run next, no wasted mental energy. I'm just breaking it down one mile at a time at this point. And as I loop the trail two times, I merge off and head back home. I like running the last bit of my run back through the neighborhoods to my place because the elevation is slightly negative, which makes running faster a bit easier. And that's exactly what I did. I hit 13 miles and decided to go another point 20 until I reached my home. I finished it. And I felt this huge sense of accomplishment. More than I've ever experienced running that kind of distance before. And I think a lot of it had to do with the direction I took my run in. You notice how I had a plan for my run? how I wanted to run a certain course, which was around the lake, and how I had to deviate from that plan. What ended up happening because I deviated from the course I wanted to do? I had new experiences, and I got challenged more. I had more fun than I probably would have had if I just did that loop 13 times. There's a quote by Jane Logan that goes, sometimes what looks like an obstacle in your path is actually a gift meant to move you in a different direction. I know me running a different path on the evening run is small, and it may not seem like me choosing a different path is a gift, but it was. I like running that loop around the lake because it's simple. I don't need to think too much about where I'm going. I can just focus on the run. But going outside of my comfort zone, going outside my usual route, helped me reach further. I experienced new things. I had more fun. 
Even a couple days ago and today, I went a different direction on my run. And I only went a different direction because I experienced what it was like to try a different route last week on that half marathon run. Now each run I go on, I'll 100% switch it up. And the great thing is, this will open up new doors for me in the future. Doors that I can't even see right now. And that's a gift right there. Now, this would have never have happened if those wonderful lawnmowers didn't put that obstacle in my way. So next time you're experiencing something that seems like an obstacle on your journey, it could be anything. You got a flat tire, your alarm clock didn't go off and you're late to work, or you know you get a cold and you have to skip training for a couple days. Whatever it is, don't look at those things as bad things. That's life pushing you in another direction. Even if the direction is so small it seems trivial, I can guarantee you that it's not. Those obstacles happen for a reason. It's like the saying, everything happens for a reason, which can definitely have a religious connotation behind it. And I'm not gonna dive too much into this, but I've been getting more interested in religion as of late. I spent a lot of my teenage years and almost all my 20s not interested in religion. But as of late, something has switched. I'm definitely getting more inclined towards it. And there's a passage in the Bible. It's John 13, 7. Jesus says to his followers during the Last Supper, just before he was betrayed and arrested, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. What is happening in the present moment can a lot of the time be hard to understand, especially if it's an obstacle. You may think all the worst things for why something is happening to you, but I believe there's a bigger reason behind it. That passage suggests that things will become clear in your future. It's a message of reassurance and having faith that all will be revealed in due time. I'm sure you can do this with your life right now. Look at some obstacles that came your way and see how it changed your life. For me, back in 2017, I went to the gym and afterwards I went grocery shopping. Something like that combination was pretty rare for me. But that day I decided to do it. And as I was heading home, the roads were a bit slick from some snow we got earlier that week. I was in the right lane and a lady merged into my lane, causing my car to get pushed onto the right side of the street directly into a car dealership, right into a brand new BMW. I, I felt so bad. I had crashed into some guy's BMW that he just gotten on his birthday. And at the time, I was so upset. I had three months left until I had that Ford Escape paid off. I was paying it off since I was 18. Five years, and now it might be gone forever. I was truly devastated. After going through insurance and the police, it was determined that I wasn't at fault, and I truly wasn't. She's the one that hit me off the road. But my car was totaled. Luckily, the insurance paid me out, and one month later, I found my current car that I still have in love, which is a Honda Civic. The insurance money paid for it in full, and all I had to do was pay off my escape for the next three months. The thing is, that was the best thing that could have happened to me, and I couldn't see it at the time. My Honda Civic treats me amazingly. I had so many issues with that Ford Escape. I felt like every other month some recall or issue would arise. My Honda Civic, on the other hand, is a blessing. 
I love that car. We've been through thick and thin together. But again, at the time, all I could think was how what happened to me was the worst thing ever. I couldn't see the good in it. Looking back now, I can see how that quote-unquote obstacle was really a blessing. It's so easy to get stuck into a negative thought pattern when bad things come our way. Like, why me? Bad things always come my way. I'm always facing some difficult obstacle. So here, next time you're going through a rather difficult obstacle, just know there's some unforeseen reason that this is occurring. And just ride it out. Don't let your emotions get the best of you. Understand, life has a greater vision for you that you just can't understand right now. Maybe because you're not capable of understanding it. Maybe you're not at a point in your life where you can understand it. But be open to the idea that the obstacle is there for a reason. And your life will be filled with so much more color because of that. You'll be able to get to the good stuff quicker. And life will reward you for the faith you've given it to level up your life. Even if it seems like a roundabout way of doing it. Life is messy. You'll experience highs and lows more often than you'd like. And obstacles are just a part of life. Whether you like them or not, they will happen to you. But it's up to you. You guys listening right now. To see them how you want. Bad or good. That's on you. But whatever you do, just understand there's a reason for them. There's a bigger picture. Have faith. Believe that you can get past it. Wake up every morning ready to navigate whatever obstacles come your way. And sooner or later, you will see why that obstacle was there. Why it happened. The path out in front of you will become illuminated in due time. You just gotta be patient. You just, you just gotta believe. Trust me, guys. Those obstacles are there for a reason. Thank you so much for listening. I truly do appreciate each and every single one of you. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you all next Friday. Peace.